Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Wow, you'll have to excuse my voice for being a little uh, hoarse because I'm about 30 minutes removed from watching my Seahawks have the greatest comeback in the history of football, man. It was unbelievable. I can't even explain. I was crying in a sports bar in San Jose uh, with my buddy Mark Saratella, who was so gracious with his uh, support for me as I watched this unfold, this emotional roller coaster. I mean, just so low, then so hopeful, then so ecstatic. I mean, unreal. Even if you don't like sports, you got to watch these highlights. Just to see a team do what they did was was unreal. And, uh, man, I almost got kicked out of the sports bar. The guy was running, it was, at one point, was like, you got to tone it down a notch, man. I was like, dude, you're watching this game too. How am I supposed to tone it down? This is incredible. And he's like, well, just don't cuss. I'm like, fucking fine. Sorry, that was my last shit. That was it. Fuck. No more. And uh, it was just, you couldn't contain enthusiasm. It was unreal. Uh, We're going back to the Super Bowl. I may go without Brad Williams. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can convince him to uh, dress up as, uh, as, you know, I don't know, Pete Carroll Jr., mini Pete Carroll, and come with us. And, uh, you know, I don't know, try to top his courtside dancing by being mini Pete Carroll at the Super Bowl. But, you know, I have a better chance of getting a... As David Spade said in Tommy Boy, you have a better chance of selling a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Uh, anyway, go Hawks. Unbelievable game. Uh, I've got one more show in San Jose tonight. I don't know how I'm going to do it because uh, my voice is shot from expending so much love and emotion. But you know what? I think it's actually going to be my greatest show ever because if we had lost, as you know, if you're a sports fan, it can fucking impact the rest of your night. It's crazy that we let it uh, affect us that I don't know. I probably would be crying in a fucking Baskin-Robbins parking lot massaging a homeless man uh, or getting massaged. I probably would be the other way around because he would, he would see how distraught I was and even bums know, know what, uh, what sad looks like. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds like a terrible fucking Garth Brooks line. Even bums know what sad looks like. Um, this podcast is unbelievable. Uh, Brad and I, of course, did the Adam Crow Live podcast in San Jose at the San Jose Improv where I'm at. Uh, where I've been all weekend. On December 20th, we did that. Uh, Adam Crowell has been so great to Brad and I and let us come on this live podcast, and we had such a blast. And So many of you uh, ABLN fans came out to that show. It was killer. And uh, and Brad and I did the first show, and the second show was Adam Crowell, and he welcomed Joe Coy and Brett Ernst. And so after the show, we did a uh, podcast in the green room with Joe Coy, and Brett Ernst uh, filled in for a little bit. Adam Carolla stopped by. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You guys are really going to love this episode. It was uh, Joe Coy, of course, you know from Chelsea Lately, his two stand-up specials, The Tonight Show, Comedy Central. He's uh, one of the best in stand-up comedy. He's been at it 25 years, and uh, hearing his story of how he popped in L.A., meeting Chelsea, how uh, impersonating his mom really kick-started his entire uh, career. Uh, it was awesome. It's just a lot of laughs. These guys are hilarious. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, I don't want to say too much more. Follow Joe Coy on Twitter at Joe Coy. Follow Brett on Twitter at Brett Ernst. Follow Adam Carolla at Adam Carolla at Funny Brad at Adam Ray Comedy for me. Uh, of course, uh, go to AdamRayTV.com for all your tour dates. I'll be at the Hollywood Improv um, tomorrow night, uh, January, no, January 21st. Yeah, that's right. Wednesday uh, at, uh, at 10 o'clock. And, of course, I'm hitting the road with Adam Devine for a big theater tour February 10th through March 7th. Uh, all your tickets, uh, Google Adam Devine Tour to get those tickets. 
Uh, we'll be in Austin, New York, Boston, Boulder, Iowa, Vancouver, Seattle, Portland, San Diego, uh, Orlando, Nashville. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be unreal. Uh, I can't wait to go. Of course, Brad is on the road. He'll be at the Baltimore Comedy Factory, uh, January 30th and 31st. Uh, that's where he was last year before he went to the Super Bowl. But, uh, hey man, Peyton Manning's giant forehead and fucking Papa John's commercials couldn't save him this time. So, Brad, uh, eat a, eat a suck a Seahawk dick. <laughs> suck a Seahawk dick! Cause, uh, we're going back to the Super Bowl and you're not, you bastard. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, man. He sent me, he, he immediately was posting these things on Facebook like, Seahawks are out, you had a good season. And I posted a picture of us from the Super Bowl last year celebrating and was like, it ain't over yet, you little fucking. <laughs> fucking, you fucking, fuck you. I could come up with a good insult. Um, of course, guys, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Rate it. Give it a five-star rating. Comment. That's how we climb the charts. Get your ABL and merchandise at storymerchandise.com. That's all the tour date info. Those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. So now, ladies and gentlemen, sit back. I'm so happy. You can hear my voice. This is, other than motorboating, Sandra Bullock in the heat. Today, Seahawk winning the NFC Championship. One of the greatest days of my life. Uh, so, uh, so now that we got all the info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special ABLN podcast episode with Adam Ray, Brad Williams, Brett Ernst, Joe Coy, and Adam Carolla. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about Now talk for me, Brad. Check, check. Hello, Adam. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Smooth and yeah. sultry is, is the tones coming from Brett Ernst. <laughs> are we are we on? Yo, We're on, man. My head, turn me up in the mic. Yeah, sorry you don't got the headphones. That's so, all right, buddy. So, uh, so we're here backstage at the San Jose Improv, yeah. and we just did two shows uh, on the Adam Carolla podcast, yeah. and, and, and we thought, why not uh, piggyback on his booking abilities yeah we're really riding his coattails absolutely so many of his fans came up to us and were like we love your podcast and i'm like i feel like i just gotta say you like our podcast because of corolla's podcast i will say this though you both destroyed the first show man did you watch the whole thing oh, absolutely oh cool yeah absolutely well Thanks, we had man. a built-in advantage it was you know being there i was telling brad that after like a you know i've only done adam maybe like his show five times and that's enough to get some comfort level but this uh this is my third yeah. yeah, but you, dude, you're. I mean, same thing, man. You're just like. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it is like because you got to know, you, like once you know somebody's, it's like the mm-hmm. rhythms. Dude, it's like in sports, man. When people, Absolutely. like, mm-hmm. if you go to a new team and you're like, and it's full of superstars, and they're like, they should all def- like when LeBron went to the Heat, they're like, they got to figure it out. It's like got, right. chemistry, and so yeah, and the rhythms, and uh, and also Adam, it's like it's his show, so you got to like, there's a right. balance of letting him do his thing, but also he's well, like, you're not there to fill space, fucking contribute. Just know when to contribute. Well, it's like you know he he uh, he's he, his his improv and his rants. Yeah, you know sometimes he just you don't want to interrupt it. No, you're you're sitting back as a fan, yeah, just kind, just kind of enjoying it. And it, I, I was tell, I was telling Joe Coy this, who's going to be on the podcast later. Boy, like, dropping a lot of names. Right I'm trying right now, and uh, yeah, it, it, like tell Brad Rolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 name drop all the Who time. Else do you know? Ah, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if who's you know the most famous person you know. The most famous person I know. Yeah. Well. Probably Dana Carvey. Nice. Previous. Yours, that's a great poll. I mean, it's got to be Sandra Bullock. Guys, yeah. 
Got to be Sandy who's, B. Who's Brad Ernst? I mean, she's got to be one of the top five most famous people I mean, on the planet right now. Oscar winner. Yeah. It's hard, it, it's hard to compete with that. Well, I mean, I I'm, bumped into Ted Danson at a fucking Quiznos. Well, shit. Now, now, now you win. That trumps I, everything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how you don't lead with dancing. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I would. Yeah. I would have to say for me, it's Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's <laughs> wow. You, 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 you know, here's the thing. Roddy Roddy Piper is one of those like pop culture. Like he's beyond a human being. Like you say, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and and even if you're not a wrestling they, fan, you you, you just kind of know who say, he is. Make, you know, uh, make sure you like. I don't know how the saying goes, but you, mm-hmm. know, you meet your heroes. Hope you don't meet them because you'll be disappointed. Right, a thousand percent. Not with not at all for that. No, it's like it's it, it's uh, a thousand times. Who are your heroes? He's one of them. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. It, cool. Next question. <laughs> when he hit Superfly with the coconut. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, man. I got, I got, uh, you know, I like political stuff. I like yeah. history. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing that I, I like about you is a lot of comics will start spatting off about politics, and basically they're just recycling things that they heard on Colbert or or The Daily Show, or whatever. When you talk about politics, you take people back because you're like, oh, oh shit, Brett knows this stuff. Well, I mean, every you know, history is history, man. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't change. <laughs> you know, it's just who said that? Huh? Who said that? Um, that would have <laughs> Roddy Roddy Piper said that. <laughs> <laughs> at WrestleMania five. Yeah, he said that before he took down the Hulk. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> the Hulk? You mean Hulk Hogan? I don't know, or the Hulk from the movie? I don't know. I'm not a wrestling guy. Actually, uh-huh. I had one Hulk Hogan like wrestling toy, the stuffed animals. When they were like, you know, collect all 25 fucking, you know, they didn't yeah. say fucking, but they were like, collect all the fucking, <laughs> you know, wrestling stuffed animals. And I was like, dude, I can fucking put Hulk up against my Fraggles. Well, see, here's the thing, man. <laughs> there like, you go. Uh, as a kid, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad for kids today, man. What's I mean, that? I have nieces too, but like. I don't know. I feel like they're missing out because even though the video games are fucking amazing, yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, there's no like your imagination is uh, not as strong because like, I don't know. Do they have action figure sets anymore and stuff? Great like question. That? Right. Uh, you know, I used to love. That's all I love, man. I had like uh, dude, uh, He-Man and Ninja Turtles would team up for me all the time. The great to Castle take down Grayskull? the GI Joes, the Castle oh. Grayskull. Oh, that, that that was the best. And you just had to create these worlds and like your couch. Would be a layer, yeah. Would, would be a layer or a base or something, yeah. and uh, yeah, you, you you just have to create. No, not anymore. All, all these worlds. Now no. you get to see it all. Or if you're not doing that, it's uh, I don't know. They don't action figures or stuffed animals. I don't think they have that because you know what, stuffed animals have have been replaced by like Snapchat or fucking texting. Kids yeah, have- I just I don't know, man. I I, I just and, and I think everything's so intrusive now. Mm-hmm. But you know, as comics, we have to be online. I, 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 here's a good question: If you were a comic, would you have any of this shit or no? I'd be off the grid. Yeah. I don't even know how to answer that, and I, 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 I would like to say no, because I, if I were to look at like who, I, who I am now without like what I do, I like, and to still post stuff on Instagram, I think I, I don't know what I would post. Well, I, I, I don't know I, why I would post. It. I just think. No, like your Instagram would just be pictures of pop tarts at, at this point. You, you would just be like, yeah, "Oh my god, pop tarts, <laughs> Ted, Teddy Grahams." Oh, this is going nuts. Here's, yeah. Here's what I've noticed because mm-hmm. we all start. Well, you're younger than us as far as starting wise. Yeah. I think I started after uh, before you too, right? Comedy? Yeah. Uh, like like I started when I was 19. So that was uh 2004. 
four? Oh, yeah. So I, I started, because I've been at it almost 17 years. Oh, shit. But what happened with me was I started at the end of the Hug way. that mic a little bit more. Uh, I, I started at the end where, um, like, the old way of doing things with the developmental stages and when the networks were given deals. Yeah. And then I grew up in the era where, like, uh, nobody exactly knew what the internet was yet. Mm-hmm. And now that the smoke's cleared... You know, there are comics that are that have just only known YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and the old way of thinking for us was you protected your material. You didn't want to burn it. You didn't want to put it out there. But now it's like everybody just puts everything out there. Yeah. You know? But what it, I was going to say for you two, though, mm-hmm. is at least you have the chops. Oh, okay. So like comics. Like yeah. This, even with the social, because you're saying everything you owe to social media, you know, you're, you're saying you owe, but at the same time. You know, you can bring it on stage. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Because you, you, you did. You put your time in. But, like, there's, there's a whole... So you're saying there's some people that, that rely heavily on the social media and they don't have the chops yet, but they're getting the praise because of their well, social media Well, I mean, they're not following. doing the club so much, but um, I don't know. I, I think, it's, I think it's, it's interfering with the art form a little bit. Yeah. Does well, that make any sense? Yeah, well, no, it, it, it does. And uh, there's uh, a girl right now who's selling out theaters across the country. Her name is uh, – she's on YouTube. Her name is Miranda, Miranda Sings. Mar- yeah, Miranda Sings. Is yeah. she a comic? No. Uh, no, she sings, she sings cover songs as a character. And she's on YouTube, and she blows up. And she's a great singer, and she's got this character. But uh, as, as comics, we look at that go, what the fuck are we doing – Writing well, as jokes. a comic, we could ne- well, we could never. Yeah. Right. You could never cover another comic. No, you can't. You, you can't go up and be like, "Hey, remember this one from prior?" And then just but start, you know, start hey, listen, it. man, everything evolves. I mean, that mm-hmm. that last South Park episode was brilliant. Their their season, the season uh, finale that they yeah did with the uh, with the uh, pootie pie or whatever that guy was. The, but the, that guy too. Yeah. It's like now there's this whole thing of internet stars, and mm-hmm. you can't hate on it. You can't. You, know, you, you just got to adapt. There's this chick, Jenna Marbles. I just saw this article. She's making over $8 million from her YouTube videos. And I don't know if she'll – I mean, she's been doing that now, I think, for four or five years. And she hasn't yet gotten a TV show or been in movies. But you know why? Because she owns everything. She makes – she's not great. paying anybody mm-hmm. through YouTube. So there's no reason for her to like – do a TV show because then she, then she doesn't have all total yeah, but control. Now, if you're, I mean, again, I mean, everybody's goal is to make money, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I don't want to see. Well, I kind of want to see it go that way. I don't consider her a comedian, though. I look at her and I'm like, you're a personality. You're also just a. These people that get famous through YouTube, very few of them put in a ton of work before they got famous well, on YouTube. Well, that what the, what I was going to say is that you know, jazz is like that where it, it's more of an art form. It's not mainstream. Yeah. And I don't know where stand-up comedy is going. Like, is it going to go the jazz route where the people that are more into the art form of it and saying something on stage and, you know, doing an hour, a strong mm-hmm. hour, and, 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 you know, hitting those depths, um, which, you know, I, I wouldn't mind if stand-up went that way. But then also, I also like the idea that stand-up is, it can be, see, it's such a rare art form that you want it to go mainstream, but you could still... You still, I don't know. You understand what I mean? Like, yeah. You still want to be true to the art of it. Yeah, and, and you don't. You almost you you want it to be big, but you don't want to be so big that you can't relate to people. Like you, you see guys. I I don't know how guys like Russell Peters do it when he he just did crowd work at Madison Square Garden. Well, see, like, Russ, how, like how, like how does that even happen? I know it's crazy, man. Yeah, and and he and he's managed to. 
he's managed to do stadiums and still keep it within like a nightclub feel, which I have no idea how he does. See, like I, you know, and and also too, like growing up, like one of one of mm-hmm. one of my favorite comics is 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 Dice. Yeah. Like you, if you ever get to see him live, but that's like tw- like thirty something years of stand up. Yeah. Right. And everybody thinks it's it's you know the the stuff that they're used to. Hey, here's Joe Coy. Joe jo- jo- Coy. Coy, everybody. No, huh? sit on my lap. Brett, do you want to? <laughs> want to swap out and tag back in? No, here, here, Joe's here, here gotta, no, 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 no. We're just, we're just, we're just talking about. <laughs> you, 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 oh man, <laughs> how, how disrespectful. <laughs> Oh, can I talk? Okay. Yeah. I just took Brett's phone. Brett's mic. Are you drunk? Well, it's, uh, I, I am delusional You're right delusional. now. Okay. Did you tell everybody what time it is? And it's, yeah, it's, I haven't slept. It's 11.48 San Jose time. Which, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> haven't slept at all, and um, I have my son with me, so yeah. you know how that is. Oh, yeah, because, cause, no, Joe, because cause all three of us pull out still. Yeah, I am. <laughs> we like to save money. <laughs> we all drive sports cars. Yeah. Yeah. Minivan, Joe. <laughs> um, so um, I, the, 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 the Brent thing with you yeah. is equivalent to mine, Joy, Joy Coy. People actually, you so joke about that on stage annoying. tonight. People actually say that? Like, fucking tweet it, man. Hashtag Joy Coy. No. Like, hey, it's fucking Joe Coy. Is that and how you respond? Not only that, have you ever met a man named Joy? <laughs> and if you did, why didn't you kill him? <laughs> fucking guy shouldn't be walking around. It's your responsibility as yeah, a human to kill a man. Even if you named a man Joy, that man would never introduce himself as Joy. <laughs> He'd be Jay or yeah. something like that. He'll say his fucking middle J-Dog. name first, yeah. Frank. <laughs> I'm Joe Joy Frank. Frank. Yeah, Joy Frank <laughs> McMillan. <laughs> Fuck, wow. I don't know why it was named Joy, but I'm not telling you Anybody that? Well, my like, dad was a dick, <laughs> and he loved dish soap. <laughs> His name was Richard, but he was also yeah, a he dick. Loved Christmas carols and dish soap. He's a fucking drunk asshole that, that named me Joy. Uh, uh, typical McMillan. Well, yeah. but well, but, McMillan. Well, but why do you respond to that then? Why you respond to the guy? Could be because you know they know your name is Joe. That you. You, you you can type no, your they name into honestly, Google. No, these people really say joy. Now, did this happen early I get it, on, or I does this get it only happen after? I, every city I go to to do radio, yeah, to promote the shows, yeah. fucking radio. Uh, you know, the DJ always yeah. says it. Yeah, oh, you guys, man, you love him on. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. He, I'm a big fan. I love it when they set themselves up for fucking oh, yeah, I just want to go, I've been watching this guy forever. I He's love looking at your it's Wikipedia like page. He's right. like a brother. I know everything about him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joy Okoya. Like, who Joy the fuck Okoya. is that guy? That's four, that's four fucking names. Joy Okoya. Joy Okoya. He got, he got my first name fucked up, and now he's got the second part of the name with Delahoya. He's, he's got you like an NBA power forward uh, yeah. with a middle initial. I'm Joy Okoya. No, but when you were growing up, I do want to up, see that right? guy fight. And you were in, in school. Like for me, everybody would go Brent Ernest. Like they, they would always just, you know, and then they would just add letters. Yeah. And then after a while, you just you, you're sick of correcting people. You're like, yeah, that's my fucking name. <laughs> yeah, all right, whatever. I'm you t- assume a different personality. I'm tired of the speech. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm not gonna lie though. I I really thought your name was Brent. I'm not gonna fucking. I even said it on stage today, and I felt like a, such an asshole. I didn't. I thought I said Brent Ernst. 
And then and then Adam read it. He goes, Brent. I go, God damn it. I said yeah. Brent. Wait, but Joe, early now, did this problem just occur the more famous you got? Or early on, was it an issue as well? No, fucking Dom Irera fucked my name up <laughs> at the Laugh Factory. Well, you might have done that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah because it was, a, it was an does. industry night. And, yeah. you know, and, and fuck, I was, it was a showcase set. Mm-hmm. And Dom fucking just, this is how, and Dom is, you know, Good, you know Dom. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Yeah, we just on the podcast. Yeah. And, and and he's just the nicest guy. He was yeah. hosting and he's talking to me. He's like, "Oh, guys, it's gonna be great. Don't worry, it's gonna yeah, be fucking yeah, good. Great. You're gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna do some stuff before you. Yeah. Set you really yeah, nice. Yeah, you know, yeah. if the next if the guy before you doesn't do good, I'm gonna do yeah, good. I'm gonna make you look good. I'm gonna yeah, make I'm you look good. good. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. I'm the best. <laughs> That's how it ended for yeah. me. Right. I go up fifth, fucking prime spot for a showcase spot. Perfect. He goes up on stage and he goes. First of all, this girl, I've known him for a long time. Because <laughs> he's reading my name off of a paper. Oh, my God. I guess he's been talking to me, and he's only known me by face. Yeah. Sure. Never knew my fucking name. Oh. This girl, I'm telling you, I mean, I've never seen. And it just kept digging deeper. Right. Like, you can't even get out of this and hole. And then what happened? No, he, goes he... Like, no, no, he goes like this. This girl, I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of females. <laughs> oh, God. But this chick, he like thought he was doing you a every fucking possible way that I could be a woman. Yeah. This chick, and I'm telling you, the cans, like, she's beautiful. He gave you great tits oh in the fantasy. God. But she's the, a doll. But not just <laughs> looks. Female comedy. Aspires to be her. You guys, get ready. <laughs> Joy Coy. <laughs> Fuck me. I walk up. So was that like your first five, five minutes? Oh, my, my fucking yeah. first four minutes is just bagging on Dom. Yeah. You had to at that I point. I had to. Yeah. So I, I didn't showcase anything that night. No. Other than I, I could bash Dom. Was, okay. it, was that in your early days of the Laugh Factory? Yeah. yeah. That, that's when the Laugh Factory was the Laugh. Yo, let Brent me knows. Yo, and let me just you, say. You mean Brent. Brent, Brent, no. Brent, Brent was Brent. Let me just say, that was the first time I saw and met you, and it was... Uh, oh, you're fine. It was that Hated the Laugh Factory that you talk about was... Uh, when it was Brett. Yep. Brett mm-hmm. was there. Uh, Tony Rock, Dane Cook, Dane, Tom yeah. Saget. Yeah. Oh, man, this, who else? Butch Bradley. Butch Bradley. Butch Bradley's oh, strong. God, I can't think of everybody but I would right go, now. I would, Ruben Paul. Oh, Ruben Paul. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was like the rotation right there. It yeah. was like, God, there was a couple more, but all that killers. Was the, the core right there. I would go to the. Uh, I was I was maybe a year into stand up, so I would go to the factory a lot by myself and just watch shows. Uh-huh. And at this time, you were outside after shows selling your DVDs. Yeah, and yeah. it was, and you would follow. I think you would follow always Dane. I would always follow Dane. And, yeah. and let me just. Say, uh, let and me, if you looked at the set, you would always see that I was supposed to go before Dane. <laughs> uh, yeah, but let me just say on record. You would fucking destroy. It and was, Dane would destroy as hard as you could possibly Dane destroy. Dane would fucking flatline like, that To the room. point yeah. where you shouldn't have probably no. gone up. They should have closed it down. I Jamie that all the time. Yeah. I go, yeah. Jamie, it's done. Yeah. It's done. And this, this is, by the way, this, this is at the Dane height Cook. of Dane, Dane Cook. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is harmful. On the mm-hmm. way up. Yeah. This is, this is, well, the audience, this is face and, and, and crossbones. Yeah. He couldn't have, he couldn't have gone up there with no jokes and they would have laughed at everything. Nothing. But, dude, uh, and, and I'll I, never forget this. I would literally, because I would go there a lot and see that same sort of Dane Joe and then see you afterwards and uh, and selling your shit. And, dude, so many people were coming up to you because they knew, 
even those uh, uh, audience members at that point knew how tough it was, what you were Hell going yeah. to do. Yeah. And then you would murder just as hard, dude. Oh, thank you, man. So, the, the following Brett. I had to follow Brett. Oh, yeah, dude. I had to follow fucking Sebastian. What I remember about Joy is that... Uh, <laughs> she was great on The View. No, no. Here, she was great on The View. about him, honestly. And, and, I, and I fucking... After the shows... He had these cards, and yep. he would hand them out to That's fucking right. everybody. With your son on them. And, and yeah. this dude captured everybody. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, God, this guy's got such a fucking strong hustle, man. And when yeah. you got the hustle and the chops to back it. Yeah. And I mean, they wanted those cards so bad because oh, they were like, yeah. yo, because again, they, like, they, they knew that, you like, what you did was not yeah, easy. Yeah, people be like, dude, they come up to me, hey, you, got a, you had a great show, uh, how can I find you? Uh mm. Go to Brent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I own both Brent and BrettErnst.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so people aren't confused. Why uh, did you always... I will say this about Jamie, though. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God he did that to me because I was always scared, you know what I mean, to, to do that. And then after that, I was kind of like... Now you're a beast. Well, no, but then I, I took that on the road with me, and I, mm-hmm. I don't like anybody in front of me that's just lackluster. I was going right. to say, I don't want you know, I don't want lobs in front of me. You know what I mean? No. I don't want, want to be nervous backstage. Yeah, I want to be like by the door with my ear next to the door, going, "Fuck, I got to bring it." How do I got to follow this? I want to be nervous because otherwise right? you get complacent, right, bro? Yeah, man. Because when you put, you know, sometimes they'll put this, the you know, like back in the day when I, I couldn't bring my. Features, yeah. mm-hmm. um, they would put, you know, the Hello. locals. No disrespect, right? I mean, very easy to follow, and I can literally just take a nap in the in the green room. Very few I cities know I can are just walk through. Yeah, yeah. Very few cities are providing strong features no, because no. those strong features are and, usually on the road. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. And no dis- like I said, no disrespect to the guys that did. Yeah. You know, they're probably where they're at now. You know, but what I'm saying at that time. I needed something strong in front of me because yeah. because yeah. I I needed to be tested and and I, it it wasn't until uh, when I started getting into the percentage deals you know where I had a little pool into yeah. the rooms where mm-hmm. uh, I, I I could have you know where I could tell the guys like no you're not booking my my I don't want an MC because that's cutting into my time oh no right. shit oh yeah no you MC went, you went two and person then, oh and then I go I only want a feature and I want to oh you want you, you want you want to say a break Adam, yeah Adam can we can we get a little Thank you, uh, <laughs> you, you guys. Uh, first show, uh, you guys were awesome. Second show, Joe, awesome. Uh, just to, I, honestly, I just want to say that <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> when I can go up on stage with guys that are used to being on their feet, that are in front of an audience, that have the experience, that are as funny can improvise like you guys can improvise i literally like normally i look at this stuff as well you know blowing into san jose you're going to go down to the wine merchant sign yeah. bottles mm-hmm. of mangria then it's two shows yeah. you know that night and you're flying out at seven the next morning and i go oh god damn oh, <laughs> i gotta make up shit for three hours and i'm tired yeah but going out on stage with you guys like i first i i knew in advance like i was like oh, i don't have to worry about it i got Cool. Total pros, super funny guys, in a, in a in a in a world filled with imposters, you guys are the real deal. So thank you Fucking so much thanks. for coming. Thank on. you, Adam. Thanks. Man. Well, we all know the comedians that are comedians. Sure, but mm-hmm. they can't make it up as they go along. So it's so nice just to have you guys do your thing out there, Brett Ernst as well, and and just I can go out there and just. 
<laughs> just take a yeah, nice relax. long hit off the mangria just and relax. relax a little bit. Well, thanks for letting us hang well, with thanks, you. Well, thanks, Adam, for yeah, letting yeah. us know that we paid for your fucking yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're coasting through while yeah. we fucking yeah. improvise. Yeah. Yeah. Houses, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Houses. <laughs> and cars. No, Joe, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said cars. Yeah, I said yeah, cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Cars. Lamborghinis, plural. I cars. I mean the fucking movie. He actually bought the fucking movie. <laughs> the cars. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, I got to go to my chalet. Oh, okay. oh, Love you, Adam. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Adam. Adam Carolla making his debut yeah, on the yeah, About Last Night podcast. To be continued. Yeah, absolutely. We will be. Uh, uh, but but what? Yeah. But what? No, but I'm also glad that he guy. did that because it, it it you know. And then I got to that position where I'm like, okay, I can book my own features, and I don't want you know the local guy that's you know just starting stand up to open sure. for me. So I started bringing guys, but I wanted beasts like up and comers, but beast. And and you know, I was telling Brett, I was like, I took this guy named uh, well, everyone knows Ty Rivera. I took yeah. him on the I took him on the road for. Dude's strong. I took him on the road for about a year and a half, awesome. and, yeah. and I mean, there was times where I was like, "What the fuck? I got to follow this shit." Why yeah. am I doing this? But I'm glad I did. Sure, you know I mean, because it, it, it all stems from the from those things at the Laugh Factory where Jamie just was like, "Now, do you think he did that strategically? Like he knew oh, you yeah. were strong? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he knew c- I could do it. He's like, "You can do it, buddy. Don't worry. You, you got yeah. this. It's, it, you know, you just you got." And that. how quickly did you go from? Fuck that! I don't want to do that. I want to go up in a better spot too. All right, these are the cards I'm dealt. I just need to like. Play. No, I never got used to it. I was so angry. Like I every was time. So fucking angry because I was like, first of all, Jamie, you're my manager. Like <laughs> I should have a little clout there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You can't let me at least go up second and put someone between. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. or something like I'd rather have that spot than the fucking walk into the fire pit. Yeah. Like and I was gonna say this too. I don't know how you came up, and I'm not mentioning any names. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just mention the guys that I respected. Sure. But when I was a middle, they would tell you what to say, what not to do. Oh yeah. Can't curse. Oh, yeah. This and that. Now they're don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't talk about for. race. Whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah. Now guys like Jimmy Schubert, uh, Joey Cola, Billy Gardell, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Rich Voss. Yeah. They would just say, "Blow me off stage," and you know, do what mm-hmm. you got to do. And if I can't follow, I shouldn't be headlining. Uh, Dice is like that too. Dice like that. Yeah, yeah, dude. They, they take guys that you know they want the show to to just be sh- strong all the way through, but then you get those headliners that want want the lob. And, 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 and that's the best. And Joe, like a full fucking <laughs> women's softball <laughs> lob, man. Like, Slow, yeah, no. mile per hour pick. Don't yeah, want it, man. Don't like, want it. And, and Joe, I I've said this to multiple people on the road. The best uh, when I grew the most as a comic, not as a human being, obviously. But when I when I when when, when I grew the most as a comic was when Mencia had you go on before me yeah. on that tour because that was right off your Tonight Show set, yeah, which was the standing, ovation, standing ovation set, right? yeah, yeah. And so I had to follow that every night, yeah. And I'm backstage going, oh fuck, man. yeah, <laughs> like I like, yeah. And thank God they give you an intermission so they can calm down. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minute intermission for Brad. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well no, that's how I got better. I went on I w- guys get your heartbeats back. Go I went to the lounge, yeah. get some drinks, and we'll bring Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on during the intermission. That's how no, I got better. Brad but and then that's why I respected right. Ned, because Ned was very good to me too. You yeah, know what I mean? Too, yeah. He gets a lot of fucking heat, but he did say, you know, fucking kill it in front of me, and, mm-hmm. and that's what we did, because Brad will fucking crush it in front of oh, yeah. Ned, and I'm like, follow that, Ned. <laughs> that, uh, so, by the way, everybody, listen. This isn't a love fest. This isn't like anybody 
kissing then everybody. Then why are we sucking each other's cock? <laughs> it's it honestly, it's why am I naked right now? For a reason. Yeah. No, it's all. It's it really is. No, yeah. uh, people don't know how incestuous our business is. Everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody knows who's real and who's not. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, so yeah, I don't want everybody to think that we're just fucking sucking each other off here. <laughs> I mean, that will happen. We all yeah, have had that, enough that, that, angry in San Jose, man. Yeah. Uh, you're, but I, was, uh, I get nervous every time Brett talks. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm sorry, Brett. You have a very oh, was impression of me. Oh, it was so bad. It was like a, it was a hybrid of like I, I, the worst Italian and then Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Who isn't even Italian? <laughs> Wait, what was you do a lot of voices and like I guess I think I do right, but like but you commit a thousand percent. That's what yeah. I do. I, I literally don't That's even know what so I'm doing. So much of it though. When did you even start knowing that you could mimic or do voices or characters? Eddie Murphy. When I started doing uh, 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 Bill Cosby, but it was just Eddie Murphy, Bill Cosby. Of course, but mm-hmm. still, you were that was what. That's got when I was you. like, oh, okay, I can do that. What's, yeah. Is it still a strong Cosby? Uh, well, it's a pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone knows how to For do it. For sure. Bill. Especially Everybody now. Did a comic, but yeah. Theo. Theo yeah. and the pudding. Because the, the pudding is in the mouth and you eat it. <laughs> but Sometimes like, I put something special in the pudding yeah. and give it to the girls. Yeah, <laughs> and then they sleep and then I'm like, nah. And they're eating the you pudding. You got the eye thing. Then it becomes the pussy pop. <laughs> Good night. Uh. Yeah, but yeah. I don't but, even know what I did at the end there. Yeah, that's his closer. Yeah, just a noise. But that, but that's why we love your characters is because, like you said, you you do go so hard, like you do commit so well to them, and you're not afraid, especially like when you're when you're on the Corolla podcast, mm. you're not afraid to improv with Adam and go into these random mm-hmm. scenes. Like, to, well, like, Adam wants it. Yeah, yeah. And tonight, like you played, you played Adam Carolla's dick yeah. on stage tonight. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Have you ever done that before? No, no, no. And how do you? That was a new one. And as a, and not to get all James Liptony, but like, when you played the role of the penis, <laughs> did you know the voice you wanted to do? Uh, you know what it is? No, I don't actually. Yeah, because like it that just just, happens. Yeah. I think that's all of us, all four of us in but, here. It's just like we just know for some reason <laughs> something in the back of our head just says say it, and we're like, okay, fucking, yeah, and yeah. it just comes out. Yo, and we throw that, up these jokes, but, mm-hmm. but getting to a place to where your uh, brain is saying say it, and then you actually like go, okay, cool, yeah. instead of going, well, hold on a second, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just committed to that like garbage man voice, but yeah. it was like. But if you are going to voice a dick, the voice you did, I was like, yeah, that actually is probably what a dick would sound like. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sounds like a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fun. But Adam's easy, man. Like, right. he, he just, he literally, talk about setting up, yeah. you know. He's DFW. Down. He's oh, down for he's, whatever all yeah. the time. No, no, mm-hmm. but he just knows how to set you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just got to grab the baton and run with it. He's so good, man. His improv is, is, is brilliant. So you got to match it. You of know course. what I mean? When did you start uh, imitating your, uh, your mom? My mom, Jamie, forced me. Really? Yeah, because I was so scared. Jimmy Masada, to talk about my... owner of the Laugh Factory, who was your manager at the time. Yeah, yeah. at the time. Yeah. And um, but I always wanted to do like I always wanted to do uh, jokes about my ethnicity and who I was. Yeah. You know, it's all about finding your voice yeah, and all that sure. bullshit, mm-hmm. and which is cool. You know what I mean? You know, you got to find it. And I always wanted to talk about me being half white, half you know Filipino, yeah, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it in a way where only Filipinos got it. You know, because that's right. what I noticed a lot. I saw a lot of Asian comics going up there, and it was pretty much isolated. Like, oh, okay, uh, well, I'm not Korean, so I'm tuning out. Right. So I wanted to do it in a way where I'm like, okay, well, Eddie talked about his mom, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I'm going to talk about my mom, yeah. and I want people to fall in love with my mom. And I don't want people to be like, oh, I don't get it because my mom's not Filipino. 
I have people walking up to me going, oh, shit, my mom does the same thing yeah. when I lose my keys. That's incredible. Absolutely. And that's, that's all you got to do. You just find the situations that, that your mom did that's funny, and, and I act it out. And, and, and yeah, it, it's not. It's, I also, and I hate to interrupt you. No, that's no, fine. But I also. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Brad. What is this, your podcast? This Jesus. Is, this is, <laughs> but this is the one thing I did, yes. like, I really pride myself on is because I already had, like, this Asian following, so I stayed away from it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was and a conscious move, huh? Yeah, you, like you I was offered the, the Kims of Comedy, and I was working at Nordstrom Rack and Borders Books at the time. Broke as shit. I got a one-year-old at home, and I, I'm broke, and I fuck. needed this money, and, uh, and, uh, and I turned it down. And uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dane Cook's old manager. Uh, Barry Katz. Barry Katz is the one that produced that. Mm-hmm. And I remember he call, him calling me. He was like, hey, I got this show. And, you know, I want you to be in it. Well, I don't know if I'm doing a good Barry Katz. But- no, man, you're just going to be the yeah, Kim's of comedy, man. Yeah, I, I got this it- thing. There's five Asians yeah, yeah. on one bill. Uh-huh. You're going to headline it, man. Okay. You're going um, you're, you're, you're to come with it. It's going to be an all-Asian audience. I'm yeah. talking Chinese, yeah. Japanese. Joe, Joe, those non-fiction books stacked up, man. Hey, Barry, I gotta go. I gotta stack some fucking books. <laughs> I mean, we we got Vietnamese, Cantonese, yeah. all these guys are gonna be there, man. It's gonna you got be the key un- for the bathroom, Joe? Hey, Barry, I gotta go let somebody in to take if, a if, shit if, right if, now. if you just have one second, let me just tell this one story. It's cool, man. They shit their pants. Hey, you know what? I still gotta go help this guy wipe his ass. I think that's what he said. <laughs> all right, call me what? back. <laughs> yeah. that, that, literally, he called and I said no. And I remember... Like just my heart like sinking because I yeah. needed the money and he said it's gonna be it's gonna be on Comedy Central and I needed it, you know, and I and I knew if I took that route, like everyone's gonna label me as that comic. Right. And so I said no. And uh, I remember guy. watching uh uh that watching it and, mm-hmm. and here I am stacking books at Borders Books and, Fuck, and working dude. two jobs by the way. Questioning daily. did I fuck up? Yeah, right. Yeah. And but I knew I, I was like I gotta hit the Latino rooms I gotta hit the black rooms I did chocolate Sundays every fucking Sunday yeah your first your, your first TV appearance was BT, yeah was Apollo BT comic for you and what? you did Apollo yeah I won the Apollo yeah what yeah well and, 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 and but see, open up for uh, I did the Deaf Comedy Jam tour for like a uh, year now explain so going into doing like shows like that after yeah. you had uh, basically just denied that you wanted to get isolated into one yeah uh, having one demo I didn't want to deny it I just wanted to see if I could make other ethnicities laugh at it. Now, did you change what you were doing at that point to, like, appeal to uh, an all-black crowd? No. I, I still went into character yeah. and, and yeah. did it, and they were dying. Yeah, And that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Let me ask you this. Your orange chicken bit, though. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> don't you think... Like, because there's those bits that you do that everybody uh, knows, but don't you think that's the one that kind of pigeonholed you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I love and I love that question, Brett. Uh, orange chicken wow, has haunted uh, me Brett, for the past. Brett, you should have your own podcast. Uh, <laughs> or first of all, let me tell you where that that joke derived from. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of like that intro joke because when I when I used to work at a hotel, they would let uh, like these big busloads of Asians come in, and, and they would check them in. It's the Asian tour bus. Yeah, and I worked the front desk, and mm-hmm. I swear to God, it didn't matter what ethnicity was checking in in that Asian tour bus. They always came to me and go, Joe, is there any way you can talk to them? Like <laughs> we're all one fucking Asian. <laughs> And that's where that was. Yeah, so you're like I, the Asian whisperer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because Coming of, this fall on TLC. Yeah, right. And because of what I look like, because I, I don't look Korean, I don't look Filipino, no. my half white, 
they never knew what I was. So that's where it came from. Like mm-hmm. it was always like every time I met somebody, it was always like, "What are you?" They would guess like, "Oh, what? Uh, you, uh, do you are you like right? Do you eat rice?" Like, it's like <laughs> just fucking ask me what I am. Right. And that's where the orange chicken came from because every time I told somebody I'm half white, half Asian, it was mm-hmm. always like some stupid compliment. Like, "Oh my god, I love orange chicken." Yeah. It's like that's not a compliment. Because, asshole. Oh, wow. That's an insult. And that's where that whole joke came from. And and that was kind of like my intro joke. And I did it on The Tonight Show. And mm-hmm. literally that fucking joke has haunted me to this day. I haven't even... Haunted you. No, but you to, loved to it when this, you did it though, right? Oh, I loved it when I did it. But what I'm saying is like, dude, I have like two and a half hours on Comedy of Central. Course, right. You know what I mean? And and uh, and I and, and back then that was like, what, 12 years ago? It's a double-edged like, sword though, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you're... Well, you're... But, it's like, but it's like, you know, I'll, I'll get the people that yell out, you know, orange chicken. You know what I mean? Sure. I won't do it. And then I got the people like tonight, there was two people people that yelled out ting ting and I'm not going right. to do it my son's 11 yeah <laughs> like that joke I retired that joke 6 years ago you know yeah what I mean and, and, he, he stopped playing with his dick well I mean yeah, he's still playing with his still, dick yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> he hasn't even begun yet <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. he hasn't even tapped into that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh ting ting is going to get a sequel veterans <laughs> dick counselor <laughs> uh, yeah but I mean but you can't it's uh, I mean at what point do you go uh Oh man! Like, stop shouting the stuff that helped like build my brand. I don't like, mind. Yeah. I still I love it. But as an artist I mean? too, you're just like, yo, I'm coming up with new shit. So like, love yeah. that stuff. I, yeah, and I right? don't think that people understand how hard it is to write a fucking no, they hour. Don't. What's your bit? Like, what's your bit, Brad? Oh, mine would be mine would be my closer when when I give a woman a lap dance and like I stop doing that and and people are still yelling out for it. They're like, come on, lap dance. Adam is yours to talk about? No, I just talk about Brad's lap dance. <laughs> and it crushes because I describe every, you know. Sure, he's like, ah, oh, this midget does a cartwheel. The tiny it's tiny legs and the way he jumps. It's great because he jumps really high. Because, uh, <laughs> like, like I, I'm running the new hour mm-hmm. and this whole weekend, and everybody, they, they're, they're like mad at you because they, they they're like, why don't you do the roller skating bit? Yeah. You know, where's Tony? People yelling out Tony, and it's like, look, I can't. <laughs> and you won't you won't ever cater to that huh? no I, I mean I do it if I'm not running the new hour yeah. like you know like if I'm on the road and I gotta sell t-shirts then yeah sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean you, you, you do you want it what, what's it in baseball you gotta dance with the girl you came with mm. yeah. you know what I mean that's but, in baseball but creatively okay. you're you're, uh, <laughs> you're trying to you know expand but I don't know like I said I think it's more of a it is it's a double edged sword yeah, yeah. Well, well cause you don't want to be the guy that 20 years into your career is, is still doing the joke that you were doing five years into your career. You want to expand beyond that. But, Joe, you've done that with all the characters that you do on Adam. Like, I'm sure you get people that come to your shows now. They're, they're now yelling out, do Bung Lusu. Oh, dude, they're wearing the shirts. Yeah. They're wearing it today. <laughs> but, yeah, even that's kind of like, oh, and then Adam always goes. And I'm like, there's other fucking characters, man. <laughs> well, how much of uh, when, when I saw you at the Laugh Factory, how many years after that before, like, Chelsea hits? Uh, you know what's crazy? I'm sorry, I didn't even really fully understand your question. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. So, but what I'm so, saying, so when I when you were at the Laugh Factory, it's all good. I was man. like, I was like about to answer another question. <laughs> and I was like, hey man, let me sidebar here. No, no, okay. We can know what's fault. Whatever, whatever uh, thought you were on right now. Uh, no, because well, I, I knew what you were going to say, and I already f- gave the answer yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, and, then, sure. and then you can, but what? Well, uh, it's literally I can look out into the audience and I know exactly who my fans are now, and, mm-hmm. and it's great. Like. And, and, you know, I get this a lot, too. And, and, and people, uh, you know, when I go, you know, I do this many shows here in San Jose, and they go, wow, there's that many Asians or that many Filipinos? And I'm like, no. No, it's not. Like, if you come to my show, yeah. you'll see, like, when I sell out. It's everybody. But, but when I, you know, when I do shows in yeah. Nashville, there are no Asians. Right. But it's the same it's amount packed. of tickets sold. You know it's what yeah, I mean? Yeah, amazing, yeah. And, 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 I'll, and I'll get, you know, white guys yelling out 
you know, Joseph, and that nothing is more rewarding than of hearing course, that. Man, you know, seeing a, a white guy wear a Joseph shirt, it's like because they get it. You know, what but I'm that's saying? not a, and you never made a conscious effort though to be like, I no. got to appeal to everybody. You're no, just like, it, I got to just find a way yeah. but, I mean, but I'm sure you are you do make a conscious effort to go I don't want to find a way with the material about your mom to not yeah. have it be so specific to just uh, be, her being Filipino right yeah yes yeah. so mm-hmm. but, but but it's it's so cool because the, the, the Chelsea you know that the, the Chelsea lately crowd yeah I can when they walk in it's they're literally the girls that never been into a comedy club before right they, they, they're they literally walking the into a show thinking there's gonna be a panel and we're gonna talk about Kim Kardashian's <laughs> no asshole yeah oh definitely and are they bummed when you don't no oh they, they're fucking great they're, they're still the best audience you know you I mean? became a staple of that show so quickly it's I mean, crazy that, is it I mean I, I feel like day. you might be somebody who benefited most from that show uh, yeah I, I yeah I think but, so but also like but I, it's not just because of that show because you your brand and what you were doing was was climbing steadily. yeah and that's then what I was trying to you get you needed at. like it was something that, you know like we all need like the boost and that's like, what it was it mm-hmm. was that in that form it, it literally was me like when I first started doing uh you know the improvs uh, you know, I was doing the two for ones, and then it moved to you know fifty percent of the door. You know what right. I mean? Like we mm-hmm. started moving into percentages, and then literally when Chelsea hit, because th- that was like when Comedy Central hit when I, my hour came, and yeah. then that was when we moved into the percentages. And then when Chelsea hit, it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like it filled in those other seats that were that were empty. Jesus. Wow. And then the Corolla is kind of like, oh, now we're adding shows. You know? Fuck. That's Nobody insane. saw that coming with the Chelsea thing, did they? I don't think anyone saw it with the Corolla personally. <laughs> Seriously, like the che- what the Chelsea was amazing. Uh, you no, know who, what you're you saying is as far as that panel. Yeah, it was just yeah. like no the success of that show. And, uh, yeah, that's everybody. You knew her prior to that, yeah, or what? Oh yeah, yeah. Chelsea and I were friends because we met through John. And John, this is when MySpace was around. He was like, right. "You have to meet Chelsea. She's hysterical. <laughs> She's my only friend on MySpace. John Lovett. That's John Lovett. Hysterical. Yeah. yeah. So, Follow her. And, and, and you were like, started, oh, cool, I'll do your little panel show. Yeah, she, yes. No, 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 no. This is before the show. And oh. she started doing the show with us. And she, we went to a meeting together, her and I and, uh, and uh, the, the producers over at E. And she was like, I want you to be my Asian sidekick. Like, it was wow. full on, yeah, that type of shit. So it was like, like from, all, from the beginning. This is before Chelsea Lately. And yeah. then I turned it down because I had a deal in place with, you know. Well, you were a boarder show. still. You need to fucking yeah, share books on it. No bullshit, I was. No bullshit, I was. <laughs> no I was kidding. Orchard Rack and Wells Fargo at the time. Because I just quit Borders to get Wells Fargo, but I was still working Nordstrom Rack. Moving up you in hit, the world. You hit every sponsor of the WNBA, pretty much. <laughs> Wells Fargo, so fucking But Togos. she literally offered me that gig yeah. you know, to be her Asian sidekick, and I said no because I had the Comedy Central deal in place, yeah. the pilot, and mm-hmm. of course it didn't get picked up, and I remember sitting at home again Going, after fuck. Nordstrom Rack, here's this Chelsea Lately show just fucking blowing up. And then but that, does she God, call like, you then oh, and yeah, say, yeah, hey, yeah, hey yeah. come on the show? She did curse me out, though. That was the coolest part. Nice. Is when I said no. She was like, you're a fucking idiot. This show's going to be fucking huge. You're so fucking stupid. You're going to listen to your agent your whole fucking career. No one to make it like that shit and hung up on me. Whoa, and I was wow. like, oh, that was crazy. And and do you appreciate her for saying stuff like that? Yeah. And, be, and being that honest? Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, that's yeah. just Chelsea. That's just how she is. Yes, yeah. sir. I got a question. Yeah. What, how, much of your, like, how much of your success do you attribute to your guidance from your agents and manager? To your own decision making. Great question, Brent. Deep I will one. say that was a good question. <laughs> oh, Brent, Brent shadow, shadow boxing box after, after he answers that question. Post pregunta. Okay, <laughs> I will say it. this, man. Thank God I do. The one thing that I, when you pay that percentage, you know what I mean. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you fucking cringe. 
You know what I mean? Like, so I do. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck. But yes. then I also sigh. Not sigh, but like get. How do I say it? Like, like relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they do have my back, yeah. man. And there's been situations. You know what I mean? Like, there's some times where I sign the check and I'm like, fuck, this is a lot of money. But then there's those that, that one. T- there's a, several, but there's that one time where there's this. Promoters trying to fuck you, right? Like hard, and you're yeah. in another country. Like you don't have in, time or the business savvy to deal with it. You need somebody. No, who's not only in. that, but we're yeah. talking like some strong arm shit. You know mm. what I mean? Like where they're threatening they're their other clients that these promoters fuck with, oh, and they're shit. like, you, "You ever want to? Basically, you want to work in this town again? Type shit. Oh wow. shit! You better pay Joe Coy. And not only are you going to pay Joe Coy, but it's going to be in cash. And everything that's in your fucking register, I don't care if it's singles, quarters, and dimes, you pay him, and he's not getting on that fucking stage like that type of shit. Wow. That happening. There you go. I want to say that. Well, I probably already did, but it did happen. Mm-hmm. And literally, to where my manager, and my agent were both on the phone with me, like Joe, stay in your room. And we'll call you when you have this, to go down. You're like ab- about to go on stage. Oh, motherfucker, <laughs> and, <laughs> motherfucker, and, bro. And, and they, they said no. Cat, it was so much. It's part of you money. being like, I gotta go out because these are your fans are no, out there. Man, like, no man, like they said, no. We'll, we'll have a car waiting for you, Joe, okay. to take you to the fucking airport. And literally, I, my sister and I were so nervous about the money that they had to pay me. Like they literally had to clean out their their drawer. Basically, what they did is they with they negotiated a deal, and it was our first time in the market. Yeah. And we had no idea that we were going to sell this many tickets. So we took the gig. But what pissed us off is, one, you went 300 tickets per show over. And two, you went $30 per ticket over. Oh, shit. So you just, you just fucking voided the whole contract. Right. So everything that we negotiated is done. You know what I mean? So now you owe us everything over the fucking uh, original ticket price. And, 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 and you better pay us. And, and literally, uh, my agent, God bless her, man, she was like, if you ever want these other clients, which were some pretty big fucking clients <laughs> yeah. that these promoters fuck with, and they're like, you better pay Joe because you're not going to ever see these guys again. Holy shit. And, and literally, you should have seen how much money they had to pay me and my sister. And we were so nervous getting on the plane because – it's cash. Yeah. All right, and, see, this is by the way, this overseas. is the difference between an Asian and Italian. We would never admit we got paid in cash. <laughs> but they, but they had, yeah, yeah, that's true. So you were like strapped, like Wolf no, no, of Wall the Street. Why I cash. The reason why I need cash is my my agent didn't even trust a fucking check from this guy. Right, because they're like, bounced. You're not gonna pay him a check, and you're not gonna pay him yeah. a cashier's check. You're gonna give him the fucking drawer. And and those are those situations where. But see, God bless me, I have an agent. Yeah. If I was solo. I am fucked. Yeah. I am literally. Fucked. Well, because we're just—I mean—we're just concerned about being funny. Like, yeah. that, like that's our thing. Like that's hard enough yeah. as it is. Yeah, but just to, be as, funny. at a certain point, you have. You, I think we all figure out. Like, you have to have that business side. Yeah, too, right? man, and you got to have them. How many years are you in? This is my twenty-fifth year. Okay, because you know, like, I'm I'm only at seventeen, uh-huh. but. When we were coming only. up, well, I was going to yeah, say, I know, only. Well, when we were coming up, there used to be those club owners. I mean, I don't see them as much anymore. Nah, but in the like right, but in the beginning, they would try and fuck you, man. Like I had a gig one time at a club, and uh, it was in Florida. I'm not mentioning names. And uh, the 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 Marlins, Islands, the, the Marlins Islands were in the first. <laughs> the Marlins were in the first World Series. Yeah. So it was my first uh, middle job. So he said to me, he "Goes listen, we might not have a crowd." Um, you mind instead of giving you a hundred a show, we give you seventy five. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm new, yeah, not a problem. But we were sold out both shows. So when I went to get paid, he he went to give me one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, fucking asshole! And I'm like, I'm like, I, I thought you said it was a hundred. He's like, nope. You said seventy five. Like you agreed to seventy five. I'm like, motherfucker. 
you better give me that fifty dollars, or we're gonna have a goddamn problem, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and they would do shit like that. Oh, they would all do that all the time, the man. Fucking time, oh, man. They would do that all the time. I I have one club that I don't play to this day mm-hmm. because they. Uh, this is when I was doing bonuses. So this is when I went from two for ones to bonus, yeah. where they pay you a set rate, and then for every hundred seats over. 150, you get another 150 bonus. And then if you get to 300 tickets, it's another 150 bonus. Right. And if you get to 350, we'll give you another 150. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, literally, I was at like three, and I'm not fucking with you when I say this, like 343. Mm-hmm. Like seven seats short. And dude, fuck me out of my 150. Like, <laughs> and like at that time, it's like that, world. that is the yeah. world, man. Like, you don't understand, man. I sell shoes, man. Yeah. <laughs> I sell, I'm at Nordstrom Rack, you know, from Monday through Wednesday, man. You're <laughs> fucking me oh, wait, right now. This has been the greatest commercial for Nordstrom Rack yeah, yeah. ever if in we history. Don't get them as a sponsor yeah. <laughs> after this. We're doing something wrong. I, I literally don't play that room, man, because of that. Because of that. And, and with the straightest face, man, it was like, oh, man. And, and acting like it was so, like, of course. Like it, it's hurting. It's hurting him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh my god, god, man! You were so close. I want. I want to pay you forty three, and I'm just looking at him oh. like you can't How cut you me hundred and fifty oh, bucks. Dude, and when you start keeping the door, because at certain clubs, you know, then you start to realize how much money, yeah, oh. you could make, and then you realize that. Yep. You, you you know they were scumming you out over oh, 150 man. bucks when you know you literally yep. uh, you see, I, you see um, the stack of chairs in that corner that but, those those chairs go into the audience and, and you got to get those chairs also counted for now uh uh okay so i i got to bring this up before we wrap this up but uh, yeah. uh you and my I are son both, is fucking falling asleep yeah, this, yeah, and, you don't even give a shit know, about my no son. i do that's why i want to wrap this up but you've been yeah. so well, I mean, he, he he's been playing a really heated game of madden on his ipad three more three three more things that you can you can three more 30 minute questions no no you can answer them in the amount of time that you want Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Want to apologize for cutting off so abruptly. We had a, a technical issue before that episode wrapped up. We were just getting ready to wrap up. Uh, we talked briefly about Joe Coy's fashion uh, fetishes, or <laughs> I guess fashion, his, his passion for fashion is what I should say. Um, but we'll pick that up on the part two that we're going to do in a few weeks, part two with Joe Coy. But I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Corolla and Brett Ernst, we appreciate them stopping by. Always a lot of fun when your uh, buddies uh, can stop in on the pod and, and just make the show better and add more funny. So we appreciate them popping in. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Tune in next week. More about last night coming your way. Go Seahawks! Show! That's the show! listening to comedy try watching it on the internet 
The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.